welcome to the Chatted Up podcast. I'm Chance. And I'm Michaela. This is a podcast all about our life. And the things we do. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Chat It Up podcast and... Merry Christmas Eve! Merry Christmas Eve, babe! Happy days! Can you believe it? Only one sleep till Christmas. Oof, let's hope we sleep. Let's hope we sleep. Last night was not a good sleep night. No. No, last night was rough. And as a result, I don't feel very well. I know. How are you feeling? Um, I'm okay. I had a really bad headache today, but... I'm feeling better now. All right. Well, here we go. So this week, we were blessed. We had Nick and Bailey come and visit us for a couple of days. Had a good time. Got into some shenanigans. For those of you who don't know Nick and Bailey, Nicholas is my brother and Bailey is his wife. And so this was their first time coming to visit since baby Raleigh was born and baby Raleigh is obsessed with both of them he loves them like as soon as he met them he just started giggling and smiling he's really sweet mm-hmm. and they seem to be kind of fond of him too so <laughs> it worked out we took a lot of adventures this week Raleigh played his first round of golf a whole 18 holes well he rode around for 18 holes <laughs> and I beat his uncle Nick we won't say what the score was, but I will say that I won. <laughs> Neither one of us played very well. We went to the Christmas trees at, at Disney, Disney Springs, Springs. Yep. which were... I would say they were subpar this year. Yeah. It was more like consumer-driven than it was theme-driven. Yeah. When we first started going a few years ago, like it was Christmas Tree Lane, and there was tons of trees with like classic disney movies like the cinderella tree and the snow white tree the mulan tree there was a haunted mansion tree and like they were cool and they were and there was fake snow blowing it was so beautiful and they were giving out hot cocoa too weren't they yeah yeah it was really fun but now since covid which this part i don't mind they've spread them out across disney springs so there's not a big bottleneck of all these people in one place which I i don't mind that but this year a lot of the trees were like the Disney Plus tree. Yeah. Or, or the annual pass holder tree. The Disney Vacation Club tree. And, and so I'm like, this is lame. Yeah, that or was a little bit The uh, spend money at Disney tree. <laughs> so they got yeah. very corporate and kind of ruined the magic of it. Yeah. But we also skipped, um, because this was Raleigh's first time, we didn't want to get too crazy Usually we would also go to the hotels every year and like go to the Grand Floridian and see the big gingerbread house and all those things. But we didn't do that this year because little guy, that would just be a lot on a little guy. That and I couldn't take any more disappointment, Disney. You've lost your way. (laughs) But what did we do after that? We did a little bit of shopping. Hit up Bahama Breeze. Yeah. Nick and Bailey always like going there. We made Christmas dinner when they were here, so we had a big old 21-pound turkey. Boof. We're still eating on it. It's delicious. And that's pretty much it, right? Yep, yep. Now they're, um, they've already gone home, so today's Christmas Eve, and we spent today just hanging out watching football, and tomorrow will be our first Christmas for mm-hmm. Baby Wally. 
as we alluded to in the previous episode, today we're going to be talking about Christmas traditions. Yes, all the things that we did growing up, we do together, and also new things that we want to do with our babies. All right. So in order to keep me from just talking and talking and talking, what do you say we go back and forth? Yeah, that's fine. I'll say one, you say one. So the first one, we probably have this in common, is decorating the Christmas tree. Of course. Yes. Now, something specifically that I remember my family doing also was in, we had a two-story house that was right on a, a road, and we would have candles in the windows. So when people would drive by, they would see candles in each of the windows. And we had icicle lights around the, like the gutters on the top of the house. Mm-hmm. And big snowflakes. Now, this was a number of years ago. I can't remember if the snowflakes were, <laughs> I think they were like on the porch. But they would light up and you could see them. Yeah, that's cute. Besides like real snowflakes because it did snow. where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also had this on my list. Um, every year we would go get a real Christmas tree. We were a real Christmas tree family. So the day after Thanksgiving, we would go and there were a couple different places we've been to. Um, a couple, Like one place we went to was like a chop down your own Christmas tree experience. Um, another place was um, a like greenhouse that one of our family members owned. And so the mission of Tim Ball was to find the largest tallest live christmas tree that he could very clark griswold (laughs) very clark griswold um and so yeah that was always fun so we always had a live christmas tree and the day after thanksgiving it was like go time christmas went up in the whole house done in a day like as much as we could do it was really fun (laughs) all right my next thing was christmas parties did you have christmas parties growing up not in the way that your family did Christmas parties. We were a party family. So there were three big ones. We always had one at Cross Point at the church, formerly Beckley First Church of God, because there was quite a few that we had there. So the church Christmas parties, which were always super lit. The Cook family Christmas parties, which many times were at Aunt Ree's house. I remember that. Sometimes they were at our house one year. And then I think they were even at, so they were at the churches, the Oceana Church. We went there for the Cook Family Christmas Party once or twice. And then the Holbrook Family Christmas Party. That one was always in, I think it was Sissonville, but it was always at the same little church. And I remember that one specifically because we like to play cards, but when we were at that church, we couldn't play cards because that was one of their rules. That was One of the unique things. That's classic. (laughs) That's fun. I also had a visiting family on my list, but we didn't do like, like obviously there were so many people, but I wouldn't necessarily call it like a party. We just did Christmas at different people's houses. And so when I was little, little, as many families do, they are the ones that go to like the matriarch and patriarch of the family houses and do Christmas. So When we were little kids, I remember Christmas Eve was like a whirlwind. We hit up like my dad's side of the family, go to Nana and Pops' house. And then we'd hit up my mom's side of the family. And it was just like an all-day event, Christmas Eve, like all the Christmas things happened. And then Christmas Day, 
I remember correctly, when we were little, we would stay home, of course, and do like Christmas morning from Santa. And then sometimes the grandparents would come see us later that afternoon. Um, now, when I got older, Christmas became like a week long affair because um, we had like my, my dad got remarried. So we had like Michelle's side of the family to go do Christmas with and my side of the family. So Christmas just got bigger and bigger. And I love that. So we now it's like, when we go home, it's like Christmas all week. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I, family. And I remember family, too, but they were, many times it was like family coming in. Like my grandparents from Illinois coming in and spending right, the week yeah. with us, helping us shovel snow. Or <laughs> Sis and Fudd coming up from uh, Copperston to stay with us. Or Mama and Papa. Some years, they the very beginning, they lived in Raynell. And they would come in for Christmas. And then they lived in Moundsville, which was kind of a hall. And they yeah. would come in for Christmas. But then at the end, they lived across town over in a place called Crab Orchard. But still, we would either, either they would come to our house for Christmas, sometimes for breakfast, or we would go over there for dinner or something like that. But dinner with family, some big meal with family always happened on Christmas Day. Ooh, I don't think we put this on there, but... What, like, was your Christmas food? Like, did your family do turkey or ham, or what was, was it different? Some years it was ham, some years it was turkey. I think one year we even had steak. Yeah, I feel like ours fluctuated, too. And I vaguely remember one year being, like, tacos for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why. So my mom can't even eat ham, but I have a memory of her pulling a ham out of the oven and the juices sloshed up and burned her bangs. Oh, my gosh. And so we smelled burnt hair. And mom preparing this ham, she couldn't even eat herself. Oh, no. Selfless act. That was a very selfless act. With a little bit of friendly fire mixed in. <laughs> so what's next? What did um, you do? Let's see. Baking. Heck, yeah. Oh, so baking. Three things that I specifically remember. The top one is monster cookies, which you and I have kind of continued I that. Love monster, monster cookies. cookies are the bomb. People at work love those too. They've had them, mm-hmm. and they demand more. <laughs> Seven layer bars, also very good. Also great for your health. <laughs> Psych. And Buckeyes. Oh yeah. Not the football team. The dessert. The peanut butter with the dip in chocolate, but it looks like that. Oh, yeah. The nut. So, of course, I have this on my list, too. This is, like, my most core memory is literally baking everything. Like, nothing was left unbaked in my family. And also, between all of us, like, just everyone was baking something. So, sugar cookies for Santa, we always did. And, like, we got to decorate them with the frosting and leave them out for him. West Virginia skillet cookies. Oh, my gosh. They're like these little date coconut ball things. I never had those until I got with you. Right. Do you like them? Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. They're one of my favorite, like, little cookie things. We did Buckeyes, the fudge. um, The fudge. The fudge. Sounds like you're going to say the fuzz. (laughs) So much peanut butter fudge from Mama. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Mama used to bake a blackberry cake around Christmas. That Didn't was really do hard good. candy. Hard tack candy, yeah, where you got like the big marble and you would 
you know, mixing everything while it's like melty hot. Yeah, that was that a seems wild to me. Yeah, we're gonna do that here in a couple weeks when my parents come down. Mm. Um, I can't even think of everything we made, but we literally baked everything. Oh, peanut butter blossoms. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have that one going. <laughs> yeah, we're baking tomorrow, so this is making me really happy. All right, Christmas movies. Yes, which I think every American that's a tradition. But here are three movies, or no, 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 two. Two big movies that I remember every single year without fail. The Muppets Christmas Carol. (laughs) In fact, that was the only Christmas Carol I had seen for the longest time. And I had no idea that Marley was just one person. Because (laughs) the Muppets have Marley and Marley, because it's the two Muppets that are always up heckling people. Which cracked me up. And then, oh goodness, who plays Scrooge? Michael Caine. Yeah. Austin Powers Faja. <laughs> and I never watched that until we got married. Oh. That was the first but time. But now it's a must. Yeah, it's and a good one. It's I good. don't know how that movie came into our lives. In like the Cook family lives. Because it was a VHS. <laughs> and it just always was. It was yeah, one of those that there. like. Yeah. And I stink and love it. It's hilarious, too. The jokes in there. Rizzo the Rat with Gonzo the Great telling yes. the story. And, okay, the other movie was The Santa Claus yes. with Tim Allen. We haven't watched that this year. We need to watch we say, it. We're saving it for the day of. For Christmas Day. Okay. Yes. That's fair. But The Santa Claus and Tim Allen was a big part of me growing up. He was in everything. <laughs> and Dad and I used to watch Home Improvement together. That's how we would, yes. we would bond. So, of course, I have movies on my list, too. We did um, Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think that's Tim Ball's favorite Christmas movie. And you know, I didn't see that one until we were together, either. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. How did I not know that? Yeah, well, that was... I wasn't allowed to watch it. We were a little more <laughs> sanctified than y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did watch it on, uh, like, ABC Family, so it was the edited oh, yeah. version. But no always... F-words. Christmas Vacation, um, The Santa Claus. I feel like we watch that every year. Polar Express, which now I think I'm just burnt out on it. But we watched the Polar Express like at, in like our elementary school. There was always a pajama day where we watched Polar Express. Mm. Here's a hot take for you. That movie sucks. Yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> I I thought it was so cool when I was a kid, and I think I'm just burnt out. It like, looks like a bad cutscene from long. a video game. See, I think it was done well. It's just too long. No. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, the old Christmas movies. So like Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah. Rudolph, Frosty, the Little Drummer Boy. We watched all those. The Grinch. So those are uh Christmas Charlie Brown. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. God Zeus. You missed it today when we were watching it when uh is it Donner? He says it you're Blinking like a blinking blink- bacon. bacon. Your beak's blinking like a blinking bacon. Yeah, there it is. And uh, that's a bumble. Yeah, bumbles bounce. Bumbles bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Those are great movies. Fun times. All right, we sledded more often than not. We had oh, a lot of white yeah. Christmases growing up. I sledded at your house one Christmas. Mm. That was fun. I was sopping wet. Yeah, because you would sled down into the ditch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't have high class sledding. We just had a good time. That's fun. Did y'all sled at Coon Creek or not? Um, no, not at Coon Creek, but 
um, in our like my childhood home, we would go sledding down Pudding Hill. Did y'all get much snow? Um, no, it was usually later. I feel like it was after Christmas. We got snow like January, February. I remember y'all. Yeah. So let's just say my upbringing was better than yours. But <laughs> here's a fun country Christmas thing we did. We would go in my dad's pickup truck. And for whatever reason, this poor memory is telling me we all rode in the back of the pickup truck dangerously on Route 60. Black eyes. Is that Route 60? I can't remember. Yeah. The one that goes by Dairy Queen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we would ride around until we found these big, tall trees with mistletoe in them. And my dad would bring the shotgun and shoot the mistletoe out. And all the kids would run and try to grab the mistletoe. And we bring Mm -hmm. it back home and hang it in our houses. That's a good time. How fun is that? (laughs) Like, that's the coolest thing ever. So we had a real Christmas tree and legit real mistletoe. Did anyone have hearing protection on? No. What? No seatbelts, no hearing protection. <laughs> Can't hear you. Good old time. All right. I distinctly remember waking up to way more gifts <laughs> than were there when I went to sleep. Ooh, was your family a family that like wrapped everything or was it just like laying out? Well, it depends on what it was. If it was like mm-hmm. a bicycle, it was right. out. Because what the heck's the point of wrapping a bicycle? Uh, no point. Well, I wonder what that is. But if it was a box, it was wrapped. Yeah. Now, we did Santa. Mm -hmm. And Santa would have his own place. Like, you knew these gifts were from Santa. See, I think that's what we did. Like, the gifts under the tree were from our parents. But we would wake up Christmas morning and, like, my stuff would be on the couch. And Nicholas's stuff would be on the fish chair. And, like, everything was laid out. And nothing was wrapped. The fish chair. Everything was unwrapped, yeah. I need some context. For the, fish chair. <laughs> the fish chair was this fairly ugly, not totally ugly chair that my dad had our entire childhood that was covered in fishing lures. It didn't really match didn't anything else you? in the house. <laughs> no. Oh, pictures of fishing lures. Yeah, pictures and like fish and it was the fish chair. Uh-huh. So yeah. What an understanding mother you had. Yeah. That sounds hideous. <laughs> All right, this one I probably have unique to me, unless you also had an Uncle Fudd. (laughs) But I remember scaring Uncle Fudd every, this wasn't just a Christmas thing, but it pops out. Every family function, (laughs) he had the great honor of falling asleep in the middle of the room in the recliner. (laughs) And so we would take it upon ourselves to scare him to death. Looking back, this man was a World War II veteran with PTSD for sure. And we were probably giving him small heart attacks every time we did this. The best kids. But he he never told us to stop. Nobody told us to stop. (laughs) So we just kept doing it. And part of me thinks he liked it. I'm sure he liked it. Maybe not the initial like, I might die right now. But then once he knew he was safe. And then the Christmas tree falling on top of Uncle Fudd. This only happened once, but I say it as a tradition because I kind of want to bring this one back. I don't know how we could execute it. But we had a big tree one year, and it was kind of wonky. And it was the same tree we always had. We had an artificial tree. But we must have put too many ornaments on one side or something because he was asleep in the recliner. 
and the tree just fell on FUD. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh my gosh. Poor FUD. I wish I could have met Uncle FUD. Oh, man. He seems like an icon. Character. <laughs> Great guy. So another thing our family did was looking at Christmas lights. And this was so much fun. And I've tried to take you to this because it still happens in St. Albans, the Festival of Lights. I've been to it once. Oh, you did go with me once? Yeah, we gave him a piece of can. We gave him a canned food or something. Yeah, you like donate canned food and stuff. Yeah. Um. So we used to do that every year as kids. Not necessarily on Christmas or Christmas Eve. Sometimes, but I specifically remember one Christmas we all piled in the back of the old suburban. It's like the old old one that's like labeled in antique. The one in Pops' place. Yeah, well, they don't have it anymore, Ooh. but um, it didn't have seats in the back. Like, I've, I'm pretty sure that when we took it to the lights, there was just like the driver's seat and the passenger seat and all the kids got in the back. So that was me and Nick, the Tullys and Sophie. And the theme of today is my wife's lucky to be alive. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but we all piled in the back of that vehicle and we drove and went and saw the lights. Um, I think we also, at the end of the lights, was like Santa Claus, and you get your picture, and you can get hot chocolate, and so that was so much fun, um, and also the lights in Hurricane and Taze Valley, we would go drive and see them, blasting all the Christmas music. Um, Any songs in particular? My dad loved the one, just hear those sleigh bells ringing that ding ding, but his favorite part was like the jingle bells at the beginning. He would bounce up and down in the car, so like such big bounces, his head would hit the ceiling of the car, and he, we all thought it was hilarious. So, yeah, that was a <laughs> that was <laughs> one of the main Christmas songs. Um, I like Dominic the Donkey. You love <laughs> Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> Probably because it's so off the wall. Yeah. The Italian Christmas donkey. All right. This one I probably have uniquely to playing video games with Courtney and Tira. Mm -hmm. That was like, I, we did this most days, but we like definitely did it on Christmas because we would get new games. Right. And yeah. I remember one of the coolest Christmases ever. We got the GameCube. <laughs> and the GameCube came with like this limited edition disc and it had Zelda games on it. Mm. It had a bunch of Zelda games on it. It had the Majora's Mask, the Ocarina of Time, and then the old one that was like, and there might be more on it. I'm pretty sure Courtney and Tara still have it. There was an old one that was like on the Game Boy Color, like the mm. original. And I think that game was on there. And then there was 20 minutes of the Wind Waker. And it was an <laughs> idea. They were trying to get you to buy, buy Wind the Waker. New one, yeah. But we would just play 20 minutes and see how far we could get. Oh we, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we were broke. And in addition to that, mom and dad bought the, or no, I don't know if it was mom and dad or Santa. Yeah. Either way, there was an attachment on the bottom that would play our Game Boy Advance games. So we could play uh, those up on yeah. the big screen. That's so then cool. it was like we had all kinds of games because we had a bunch of Game Boy Advance games already. And we still have that GameCube, to my yeah. knowledge. I think Tira has it at her place. Would, the, would you say that was like your best Christmas present? Probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's still, we still play it. And I don't know how many mm -hmm. thousands of hours of entertainment we got on that thing. I feel like for me, I have two of like best Christmas presents like when I was little. 
And the first one was this giant dollhouse. It was giant to me because I was little. But it was this, like, huge dollhouse that my mom had set up in our kitchen. So when we came out and, like, saw of our presents, I didn't even know that I got this thing until, like, after we'd gone through all the presents. And they were like, we've got one more surprise. And we go in the kitchen and, like, this beautiful dollhouse is all set up with, like, all the little beds and furniture. That was magical. Dang. So that was when I was did little. Did it have an little. elevator? I think it did, actually. I, on the outside. Yeah. I remember playing with a dollhouse like that. <laughs> Not because we had it, but I had a friend named Megan. And she had a bougie ball, ball house. Ball house. Dollhouse. <laughs> I remember playing with that. So it'd have to be that one or my first American Girl doll. I was obsessed with American Girl dolls. And I remember like on the little commercials and in the books, it would say seven year old and up. And I was like waiting to turn seven years old so I could get an American Girl doll. And I got one when I was six years old. Whoa. Right. I was like blown away. Your family does not play by the rules. (laughs) That I got an American Girl doll. And then I continued to collect them until I was probably like 12 years old. I loved them. Mm-hmm. They were so fun. So. Well, that's it for my traditions. Do you have any more? Um, okay. So my last one would be like visiting. We This was kind of when we were older. And maybe not, again, necessarily on Christmas Day. But like during the Christmas season, we would go to the cemeteries and visit our families that had passed away. And like put flowers and wreaths and things on the graves. Which is, like, not the happiest Christmas thing, but I remember it being, like, just a very good memory and, like, a respectful memory that we did. And so we would take it to my mom's grave and then other family members that were in that cemetery. And then Michelle's family, too. we go to her husband. So I felt like that was a really good tradition. Like, I want to do something because, of course, we live in Florida, so we're way far away. But I, we've talked about, like, maybe with Raleigh celebrating Dia de los Muertos and so like a special day of like honoring and remembering people who've passed and so I think that would be a good tradition to do with him cool yeah now we have some traditions that we've had together yes yeah and I guess that these weren't necessarily like we're gonna do this every year this is just things that we've done every year yeah so Um, one we just did this evening Yes. Like an hour ago. <laughs> uh, the Christmas lights. So this is definitely a Florida tradition. We kept looking for something like when I grew up, like at the Festival of Lights that we could go see. Um, but I couldn't find it. But there's this little neighborhood, Country Oaks, that has a bunch of lights. And there's specifically one house with a crazy amount of lights. And they're set to the radio station. And so they kind of like flash and blink to the music. So we went and did that. I saw a meme today that said the same dad that tells you to turn the lights off so you're not running up the electric bill is the dad that has the house. (laughs) The clerk goes all the see from space. Yep. Yeah. Christmas trees at Disney Springs. Right. We've done that. I mean, at least four or five years. Since we were at Warner. Okay. So 10 years. Yeah. We started that when (laughs) my first year at Warner. Oh, that would have been 2015 then. So eight years. Eight years. So we've been doing that for eight years. Yeah. And like I said, that like we said earlier, it's been amazing, really. Up until COVID is when it kind of started getting more and more lame. Mm-hmm. But we'll give them a Get chance next it year. it together, Disney. <laughs> You're ruining traditions. Ugh. All right. We bake. 
Everything. Everything. But the big four. Monster cookies. Yes. Turtles. And the turtles we do go back and forth. Sometimes I do like the easy route with the Rolos and pretzels. And sometimes I make like homemade caramel, like good turtles. And other times we go down to the creek. We <laughs> catch turtles. Just kidding. The ones here in Florida are endangered. Go for tortoise. Peanut butter blossoms. Yum. Making those tomorrow. With the Hershey kiss. Mm-hmm. And then gingerbread. Yeah, we do gingerbread every year. Now, sweet. once in a while, in like June, we'll make gingerbread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, we make these definitely every Christmas, but they're not um, They're not just at Christmas. Oh, and we make obsessed. monster cookies all the time, too. Last year, I went all out. Freaking good. We made like lots of candy, like the Martha Washington candies. We made cake balls. I feel like every year I add or try something new. We did the... Um, the Christmas tree sugar cookie tower. You remember that? No. You don't remember with those big cookie cutters? And oh, like, yeah. Yeah. We could do that tomorrow. And we stacked them? Yeah, I stacked them. It was like a 3D Christmas tree. Oh. So we could try that tomorrow. No. <laughs> okay. No, not if we're making monster cookies, peanut butter blossoms, and turtles uh, already. Okay, okay. That's something. We have an issue with volume. Yes. Because we throw a bunch <laughs> of crap out because it's physically impossible to consume it all. But we have to make the variety. It's really sad this year because Spread it's it out. It's just us for some Christmas. Planning. Everybody's out of town. So, hmm. oh well. All right. One gift on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's been fun. You already opened yours. I already opened mine. And I don't have one to give you. Which you hear is that, everybody? Sad. <laughs> you hear that? No, I'm just kidding. I, well, I guess you could maybe consider the Christmas ornaments I oh, got. Yeah. Because it was my year to get the Christmas ornament. Um, Which that goes right into the next one. The Christmas ornaments. Oh, yeah. So every year we get an ornament with the year on it. So it'll say the year some type of way. Sometimes it's literally just shaped like 2023 or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And you started this tradition, didn't you? We did. Yeah, I think I did. And I said, you know what? Let's. We've kind of already broken our tradition. So for the first four years, we would alternate and we would also like handwrite a letter to whoever we were giving it to like each other, like a Christmas letter. And we'd read that Christmas letter when we decorated the tree. But we only did that for like when we were dating. We got married and gave that up. (laughs) But I think this year was our ninth. Is that right? Yep. Our ninth ornament this year. Tree's getting heavy. Fud's not safe. <laughs> it's gonna fall over. Um, what Just else? decorating the Christmas tree in general. We got some ornaments that we throw up there. All of our that cruise just ornaments. Our... Yes. Pictures of the puppies. Picture of that house when we first moved in. Yeah. The baby. The baby made the Christmas tree this year. Raleigh's Michelle on the got tree. in that. Yeah. And then the regular like gold and red ornaments that we use mm-hmm. in the burlap and we do the lights on the house oh yeah so we've transitioned from icicle lights to just like solid white lights because they're way easier and they last longer <laughs> for a chance to put up and we got leds y'all it's worth the money yeah it was worth the investment i it pulls like no power yeah. i was able to put all of them on one breaker yeah which is a blessing the we other do. ones were a drain we always put up the um, nativity scene. 
I have a little nativity and I also have a large nativity. So one or both of those go up every year. One's a little Jesus and one's a big Jesus. <laughs> yes. Everybody needs a little Jesus. Everybody needs a little Jesus. <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. All right. Movies. The uh, must-watch movies for yes. us. Elf. Right. Which we're going to watch tomorrow. Yep. The Santa Claus. Yep. Which we're going to watch tomorrow. The Grinches. Yep. Have we watched all the Grinches this year? Yeah. We did them all. What's your favorite? <sighs> the Benevolent Cucumber. I, I mean, really... Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I really like that one. I thought that was so cute. But I feel like the original, like the OG You're Boris a mean Karloff boy. Jr. Or... Boris Karloff. It, yeah, he's the narrator. Is he for real? Yeah. The guy from Frankenstein? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might be my favorite. Is it Jr. or is it just Boris Karloff? I don't know. I don't know. I just but... know for scary movies, which I guess, I don't know. The Grinch is kind of scary. Yeah. Jim Carrey's funny. But yeah. That was a very adult Grinch. Yeah. A I... lot of sexual innuendos in that Grinch. Yes, there are. Yeah, I feel like the original one is my favorite. And then you know next... it was directed by Opie from the Annie really? Griffith show? I did not know that. I forgot what his real name is. I don't know. The Grinches and then the Christmas Carol, the Muppets Christmas Carol. I like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol as well to watch every year. It's just a really well done movie. Yes. Um, but really, we just watch all the Christmas movies. Hallmark movies. Like, yeah, we go all out. I really like the uh, Office Christmas Party. <laughs> it's like Project X at Christmas time. Yeah. That one's very inappropriate. Yes. But very hilarious. It's pretty all funny. Watch it on TV, though. All right, so our last Christmas tradition is Christmas coffees, and this is the whole Christmas season. Get peppermint mocha, peppermint. chestnut praline, <laughs> Sugar merry cookie. mint. What's the one you got? Oh, the merry mint with the peppermint cold foam. That was like a ten dollar drink. I got it on the half price day. It was so good. Woo! That one was awesome. Sugar cookie, like you already said, chestnut praline, yeah. toasted white chocolate. Mm. Oh, we got turned on to this creamer this year. Mm -hmm. I'm a black coffee drinker. Right. But this Christmas season, <laughs> I've cheated. And I've been using creamer. Pep white chocolate peppermint bark. Yes. From Barissimo. Yeah. An Aldi good. brand. Slaps. It was so good. And I think it's because we don't really like mocha, mocha, but the white chocolate Yuka. mint. 10 out of 10. I don't mind a mocha if it's done well. All right. So now we're going to talk about traditions that we want to do for baby Raleigh. In addition to continuing the ones we've been doing. Yes. You yes. can't change everything, Raleigh. No, these are just <laughs> things that I think will be fun because he's a kid that we don't do. Okay. The first one is, and I saw this on uh, Instagram, I think. There was this mom who took 25 books Christmas books that they already had at the house. Hashtag read 20. Hashtag read 20. And she would wrap all 25 Christmas books at the beginning of December and put them under their Christmas tree. And every night their kids got to pick a book to read at bedtime and they got to unwrap it. And I just thought that was really sweet and, and magical. And their Christmas books? 
They're all Christmas books. Yeah. Mm. And so like then you just recycle them next year or you can add new ones the or whatever. The night before Christmas. The night before Christmas. Yeah, all of those. And I think that would be really sweet to do with him. And he gets to pick it out and it's like a gift every day. The story thinking. of Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> if that's a book, I'm going to find it. Okay. Hee-haw, hee-haw. The Winky Wonky Donkey's a book. Yeah, but that's not a Christmas book. Yeah. Try to stay on topic. Okay. Goodness. Next one. Reading Luke 1, one chapter till Christmas. Yes. I can't read. (laughs) So I think I'm correct in this. There's 24 chapters in the book of Luke, right? I don't know. Let me check right now. I'm pretty sure there's 24 chapters in the book of Luke. So if you start December 1st, and read one chapter a day until Christmas, you'll have like the whole Christmas story read by Christmas Day. Oh, she's right, people. And so, again, this we might have to kind of, of course, it'll like start with Chance and I, and eventually when Raleigh gets older, he'll understand because that's a little bit more advanced and patience would be involved because they're whole chapters. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a good tradition. Yeah. The reason for this season. They'll probably take about 20 minutes. Right. Hashtag read 20. <laughs> Caramel corn. The start of this year with your mom. Yeah. And I love it. I want to keep it going. It is not good for y'all. It's not good. But, but it's delicious. How good of a tradition would this be? We can like send it with Raleigh's teachers as gifts. Yes. We're he like, can help make it. No, he's kind of hard to deal with. <laughs> Here's some sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> yes. Christmas pictures. Yes. In th- our outfits. Well, I think this is kind of like when you go to church on Christmas Sunday. He gets a new outfit and we take family pictures, have those memories. Cute. That's more for mom than it is for Raleigh. Cute. He'll probably hate me for it. <laughs> he won't hate you. He's a photogenic but- little baby. I have the memories. Christmas pajamas. Which we're in right now. We're wearing right now. All three of us. Red striped pajamas. (laughs) But these will change over the years because baby Raleigh's going to grow. But I think this would be fun too. It'll be this size forever. Maybe like every year on December 1st, he gets to open a new pair of Christmas pajamas that he can wear all the way up until Christmas. Okay. I like that. And this last one, you just informed me of. Do you yes. want to elaborate? Um, so this is called the Giving Manger, which I really like this idea. You can find it at Hobby Lobby, or you could probably even make it yourself. I think if you buy the kit at Hobby Lobby, it has a book in it. But the Giving Manger is a little manger for baby Jesus. And through the Christmas season, every time a member of your family or your child performs a kind deed or an act of service for someone else, they get to put a piece of straw in the manger so that baby Jesus has a comfy bed on Christmas Day. And when you do the last nice thing you're ever going to do, you say, this is the last straw. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oof. Oof. That joke's so dry. You need some milk yeah. to wash it down. But I think that's a cute tradition, which kind of leads into our hot take. What's the hot take? Tell the people, because I'm nervous. There's going to be some backlash on this hot take. No Santa. No Santa. Santa baby. Now, you may say, 
that we are being hypocrites because you just said Michaela Chance. You just listed all these fun Christmas movies you love and want to do. I don't mean no Santa at all. I just mean that Santa is not real. Tell the people why. Rearrange the letters that spell Satan. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. And I so there's a lot of reasons why I feel like I should do this, that we should do this. Number one, I don't want to lie to my kid. And this is just a stupid... I do, but I don't want to waste it on something <laughs> like this. This is just like a stupid white lie that I don't want to keep up with for seven or eight years or however long it takes him for some kid to break his heart. And say <laughs> he's not 21. <laughs> or he's 21. What do you mean, mom? But so that's the first reason. And also I feel like it can be, and I know people have done this for years. We grew up believing in Santa, but I feel like it can be difficult for some children to differentiate between Jesus and Santa Claus. And I don't want him to think that because Santa Claus is not real, once he comes to that conclusion, that Jesus is not real, or that Jesus and Santa Claus are at the same level. Mm. That would be even worse. Get on my level. So I don't really want to do Santa Claus. Um, or really any of those like characters, like the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny. What's the harm of the Tooth Fairy? It's just not a real person. I don't want to lie to him. Well, when like, you we watch do... The Santa Claus. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can, can we do the Molinator? No. <laughs> we can do all the things and like they can be fun fictional characters, but they're not real. Okay. That's a hot take. Hot take. Haters going to hate, but. I'm on board. And no elf on the shelf. I did it when Elf I was on the a shelves weird. Yeah, I did it when I was a teacher, and honestly, I felt convicted after doing it that year. I was like, I can't do Elf on the Shelf anymore. Nah, listen, if you're a teacher, you do what you got to do. Yeah, and that was a survival any amount tactic. of guilt <laughs> is okay. <laughs> but like, listen, children. I want to try to raise him to be a good person because that's what the Bible says, not because he's scared he won't get presents. Yes. So. Jesus is the reason for the season. Right. And there's so many other things you can do. So many other fun traditions. As a message for Raleigh in the future, a Christmas message, I hope that your first Christmas was awesome. We definitely enjoyed our first Christmas with you. I hope that we have many, many more, and you're able to have memories like this whenever you're older. Yes, we love you, Angel Baby. You are the best Christmas present we could have gotten. And how old are you? You're 11 weeks old. Is that right? This Christmas? Something like that. So you're just a tiny little guy. And we're so excited to make memories with you and keep your seasons magical here in the future. Um, and we love you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And Merry Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. We appreciate everybody that's listening to us each week. If you enjoy it, give us a five-star rating and please share, share, share. And let's give a little teaser. Next week, we are going to have our very first guest on the podcast. Uh-oh. So if you have any ideas of who you think our guest might be, drop that in the comments. Santa Claus. Santa Claus is going to be our guest speaker. Um, and we're hoping to have quite a few guests coming up here in the next month or so. So um, be sure you're following us so you can tune in to that. 
Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas.